Today on the newscast, world powers led by the United States are set to return to Iran nuclear talks. Will the U.S. give up crucial leverage in those talks to the terror masters in Tehran? Get my take next. Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. A major announcement out of Iran today. An Iranian foreign ministry spokesman announced that the Iranian regime will resume nuclear talks with world powers led by the United States in Vienna in the coming weeks. Now, we had been watching this very closely here at the newscast ever since Ibrahim Raisi, the man known as the Butcher of Tehran, took office in August. Raisi had pledged that Iran, under his government, would return to the talks, but there were some questions. Look, as we've told you many times here in the newscast over the past few months, this new government led by Raisi is the most radical Iranian government that we have seen since the 1979 Iranian Revolution. And believe me, that is saying something. The ultimate authority in that country remains the supreme leader, Ayatollah Khamenei, of course, but... Raisi is close to Khamenei, seen as a potential successor as supreme leader, and he has surrounded himself with his cabinet uh, with an assortment of radicals and wanted terrorists uh, and people sanctioned by the U.S. and close to Hezbollah. It is a rogues gallery right now that Raisi has surrounded himself with, but that rogues gallery will now be negotiating with the United States, Britain, France, Germany, world powers, in Vienna over that Iran nuclear program. And if there was any doubt remaining, President Biden spoke at the UN General Assembly today and he referenced the Iran deal. Now, by the way, the General Assembly kicked off today. It lasts through September 27th. Ibrahim Raisi will also be speaking there today, as will Xi Jinping, the Chinese dictator. So a very interesting day in New York at this UN General Assembly. Uh, But President Biden, first of all, he addressed for our audience here at the Watchmen, just so you know, no big surprise here, but he did address the Israel-Palestinian issue. He called once again for a Palestinian state, even though Israel does not have a viable partner on the other side. Hamas, Mahmoud Abbas, pick your poison. But Biden addressed it, said his administration is determined to see a Palestinian state And with Iran, he said, we are ready and willing, I'm paraphrasing, but we are ready and willing to return to the Iran nuclear deal if Iran is willing, if Iran is compliant. So there you have it, folks. Iran's litany of bad behavior, not only over the past decades, but in the past few weeks, uh, attacking an Israeli cargo ship with drones, killing two crew members back in August, instigating a war in May between Israel and Iran's proxy Hamas, attacking U.S. personnel repeatedly in Iraq through its Shia militia proxies there, and of course, Iran repeatedly attacking Saudi Arabia through its Houthi proxies in Yemen. All of that has not been enough to convince the Biden administration and its European allies to walk away and end the charade of nuclear talks with the Iranian regime. By the way, the United States, I said at the top, is ready to give up considerable leverage with the Iranian regime. 
When you scan the landscape here and you look at the background of these talks, you would think that the United States has major leverage because it does, thanks in large part to the Trump administration sanctions. I have to quote from the Washington Free Beacon, Adam Credo, a great piece published yesterday in that publication to quote, the Trump administration sanctions on Iran decimated the Iranian regime's trade with the world's largest economies, get this, knocked it down, Iranian trade, from $46 billion in 2019 to $28 billion in 2020, almost sliced Iran's trade with the world's leading economies in half. What does that mean? It means the Iranian regime was seriously hurt in the wallet. Their back was against the wall. They were struggling economically. You had the Iranian people taking to the streets and protesting the regime. Here's more. The roughly $18 billion decrease in trade was a significant blow to Iran's attempts to gain access to hard currency amid an economic crisis that sparked nationwide protests. Major damage here. And I encourage you, by the way, to check that article out. Again, Washington Free Beacon, Adam Credo. Uh, is the author, despite that massive success by the Trump administration and pushing the mullahs backs to the wall, the Biden administration wants to get rid of those sanctions, which were biting and which were working and which gave the United States incredible leverage. We could have hung the sanctions over the regime's head. Biden's going to remove those not only remove the sanctions, if the last incarnation of the Iran nuclear deal is any indication, he will reward the Iranian regime with billions of dollars in sanctions relief. That's exactly what happened in 2015, the first go-round under President Obama. And what did Iran do? Uh, flush with that cash, what did Iran do with it? Uh, did it build schools and playgrounds in Tehran? No, it used that cash to arm Hamas and Hezbollah to destroy schools and playgrounds in Israel. Not only that, an emboldened, empowered Iran marched across the region, set up shop in Syria, Yemen, Lebanon, Iraq, Gaza, and it is a disastrous situation right now. The Iranian regime is feeling very good about itself, especially in the wake of the Afghanistan debacle and the disastrous U.S. withdrawal there. Now, President Biden, by the way, in his U.N. speech today, tried to give off the impression to the world leaders who were gathered that the United States is still a reliable partner that can be relied on. I don't think they were buying it, but what the Iranian regime is buying is that it, not the United States, has turned the tables, and now that the Iranian regime feels it has the leverage against all odds. Just looking at the statistics, looking at it on paper, I just read some of them to you, you would think Iran doesn't have a leg to stand on here in the negotiations, but the Biden administration has willingly given the Iranian mullahs the leverage, and that's not a good thing to say the least, nor would be the prospect of a nuclear Iran. Real quick before we go, three reasons to remind you why an Iran, a nuclear Iran and Iran possessing the world's deadliest weapons is a non-starter, certainly for Israel, but should be for the United States as well under any administration. Uh, number one, it will spark a nuclear arms race, a nuclear Iran. If we wake up one morning and we learn that Iran did a nuclear test or conducted a successful nuclear test, uh, the region, including Egypt, Jordan, Saudi Arabia, Turkey, and that's for starters, perhaps the UAE and the Gulf states, 
would all be clamoring to acquire nuclear weapons of their own. Do we really want the world's most chaotic and volatile region in the middle of a nuclear arms race? I don't think so. Secondly, Iran can provide a nuclear umbrella to its proxies like Hamas and Hezbollah and the Houthis in Yemen. Uh, the next time Hamas Hezbollah decides to fire some rockets, Israel wants to respond to those rocket attacks. Perhaps Iran says, don't you dare, and if you do, we may use the bomb. Israel would have to at least consider the prospect of Iran using nuclear weapons or perhaps passing them off to bad actors in the region around the world. A nightmare scenario there. And lastly, the third reason Iran should never be permitted to acquire nuclear weapons is that this regime may very well use them. This is not a situation of mutually assured destruction, the MAD doctrine that we had during the Cold War between the United States and the Soviet Union. This is a regime, a genocidal regime in Tehran, which is all about martyrdom, very unpredictable, and with that jihadist ideology, again, which elevates martyrdom, who knows what this regime would do, especially when it looks out at Israel, and according to a former Iranian president, Hashemi Rafsanjani, Iran considers Israel a one-bomb country. And remember, some 75% of the Israeli population lives in and around the Tel Aviv metropolitan area. We will be watching all this very closely over the next few weeks. This will be a very big story, folks. Iran and Western powers reviving these nuclear talks. I continue to say at the end of the day that under no circumstances will Israel allow Iran to acquire the world's deadliest weapons that would enable the Iranian regime to fulfill its goal of wiping Israel off the map. It's not going to happen. Israeli leaders across the political divide are united when it comes to that issue. So fasten your seatbelt. Hey, thanks so much for watching here today on the newscast. A quick reminder, Thursday, I believe that is September 23rd, we will have a Watchman newscast live stream once again here on our YouTube channel between 4 and 5 p.m. Eastern time. Be sure to join us right here live, 4 p.m. Eastern, this Thursday, September 23rd. We'll dig into all the latest Middle East and prophetic news, how it affects you, and also I'll share some personal stories, my background, my testimony that will enable you to get to know me a little better. So bring your questions because we will have a Q&A at the end of the live stream. Hey, thanks so much for joining us here today on the newscast. Until tomorrow, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.